This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Welcome to Mitchell Levy Presents AHA Moments. Mitchell is a thought leader, entrepreneur, and TEDx speaker who helps you think big and lead an authentic life. Each week, Mitchell gives leaders the inspiration they need to make a greater impact and share their genius with the world. Now, here's Mitchell Levy. Hi, this is Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and I spent 12 months interviewing 500 thought leaders to really get at the core of what is credibility. Uh, there's a book now called Credibility Nation that you could pick up. And more importantly, is you could listen to the interviews on this podcast. I've taken three particular interviews, which are anywhere between four to eight minutes long, combine them together, and you can listen to how the thought leader presents themselves, the types of questions being asked, and do they show up as credible or not credible? There's a lot to learn, a lot to grow, a lot to actually experience. So take a listen. If you like what you hear, spread some cred dust and click on the like button and share with your friends. And uh, enjoy. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans. And trust me, Bert Olivier, Olivier, I almost got that. It's definitely Oliva. one of them. <laughs> you almost had it, man. We man. practiced you went on. Uh, I know. I was practicing. All right. Bert so. Oliva. Oliva, thank you for the reminder. Today's guest, Bert <laughs> Oliva, who is a world-renowned international speaker, author, and corporate trainer on leadership and human behavior. He has received global recognition for delivering how-to techniques with a high-energy message, showing people how to communicate more positively and powerfully. And I just absolutely adore this guy. Bert, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Mitchell. It's a pleasure being here. Oh, it it is so much of an honor to hang out with you. And I, the at good news is the previous person didn't show up and you came 35 minutes early. So we got to hang out in the green room. And uh, I love how you show up and who you are. And I'd love for you to communicate. What is your customer point of pain? What is your CPOP? It's actually business professionals that need to structure their message. You know, I, I, I believe that is so powerful. And then when I first heard you say that, I'm, I'm immediately thinking about the external message and how to get marketing and how to close more business and all that. And then, and then as you started telling me more, the powerful part, and this is what I think about because I think how can people be credible? And it's credible how do you look to other people on the outside? But the truth is if you're not credible to yourself, if you don't have the right message to yourself, you can't possibly be credible to others. Or you can be, but it's a veil that'll be uh, easily uh, pulled away. So, so Bert, tell me more. Well, basically, helping people, you know, find that their business mindset because there's a mindset is one thing, but to have a business mindset is something else. How to strategize for their business or their personal lives, for that matter, 
and um, getting on social platform like what we're doing here. You know, we help people do these things. It's important. What you're doing here, like we were talking about when we were in the green room, you're basically doing, I'm going to share this with them. This is like a TED Talk. He's setting up a TED Talk for you. Mitchell is doing something that hasn't been done. So it's a great thing for you guys to be a part of this. So I really want to thank you for that. And to stay motivated, stay focused, positive, you know, especially with the tough times we're going through right now. It's really all a mindset. You will become a direct proportion of what you think about and believe. And as long as you can control those things, you can condition those things to become the person you've always wanted to be, that your future, the future is yours, you know. And and how you, just quick question, how you show up, uh, you have online courses, uh, physical training when, when you do that, and what else do you do? How do you show up? Yeah, we do online. We have mastermind groups, which is by invitation only. We also have uh, online training. We have one, one of our courses alone has over 380 hours of content. We've been doing social pla- um, digital platform for over, I would say, 17, no, 17, 15, 17 years before, before it was a fad. Back then it was like, oh, now everybody's doing it. No, it was something that no one wanted to do. And we actually got on there pretty quick. And uh, then I show up online and on live events, at the live events, we do what's called edutainment. We educate and entertain people. We have people eat fire, bend steel with their throat, walk on glass. Because if you can do those things, what can you not do? It's a mindset. Absolutely. And and I know I, I know this answer, but could you share how you have credibility to do what you do? Well, I've been doing this for over 26 years at a professional level. And some of my mentors like Zig Ziglar, Jim Rohn, Les Brown, Omar Perry, I mean, I can name drop all these guys. Um, Some of them have passed, but the ones that are still alive, not only are they my mentors, but they're my greatest friends. When I started my career, there was only two two markets, Anglo whites, black Americans, right? You had T.D. Jakes, you had Les Brown, you had Tony Robbins, you had Zig Ziglar. There was no space for a Latino speaker, a speaker, and that's perfect because when I saw that, I said, great, that's going to be my spot. 26 years later, I've traveled to speak in two languages, deliver in both languages, and started with major corporations, corporate 500 companies, then did CE-level executives, and now we're working with entrepreneurs. Got it. And so you've been on how many, sta- how many stages do you think and how many humans do you think you've touched? I don't want to exaggerate, and I don't like to toot my own horn, but I would say it's in the thousands. I mean, I've done stages. I do a lot of stages that have over 10,000 people when I speak. And then I do stages with 500 people, and I've even done stages with five, right? But I would say I would say somewhere in, in the area of close to maybe 200,000-plus people, and I may be going a little low. And just in Belize alone, my wife's nonprofit organization, we spoke to 50,000 children in Belize alone. And that country only has about a population of 350. So that says a lot. That does. And, and, and that's, yeah, I think you're, I, I think the good news is you're, you're underestimating. Uh, I think the numbers are, are big and you've done such a, a great impact in terms of who you are and what you do and what your family does. Uh, could you share, how do you go about sharing your credibility? Part of it is that nonprofit you talked about. Yeah, well, one way is you hire me, Bert Oliva, and I'm really easy to find, be found, right? You can Google me. You can find me on, on your preferred social media, and we'll talk about that at the end. I'm really easily found easily. 
so I'm really like a celebrity speaker. I get hired to do keynotes and presentations and workshops. But then we have a second company, which is called Boa Studios. And Boa Studios does high-end production for speakers, authors, entertainers, and so forth. My third company, which is not my company, is my wife's company. She said, when we get to a level of success, it's our obligation to give back. So we opened up a nonprofit organization about seven years ago. For the first five years of that company, we funded the entire uh, missions where we go around the world speaking to youth, young children, um, to help them believe in themselves, uh, create a strong mindset, and also teach them parenting school. Um, uh, like, for example, we talk about uh, human trafficking. Everyone knows about it, but we show them how to prevent human trafficking to happen to them or to those that they love. So a lot of prevention tools. And we love it, and it's a beautiful thing. I've always wanted to speak to children. And, and like I said, Belize, over 50,000 children. We've done Jamaica, Haiti. We've done Trinidad. We've done um, – we've, we've been everywhere, everywhere, all over the world. Yeah, I, I appreciate what you're doing for the world in that way and what your wife helps you uh, help make sure you do. So if you're listening or you're watching – and you're saying to yourself, I am not convinced I know the message I need to communicate, not just externally, but even the message you need to communicate to yourself. Uh, you're going to want to reach out to Bert. Bert, what is the best way for people? I didn't say your last Come name because I thought I'd do get it, it wrong. Do it, do it, man. I believe Oliva. in you. I believe in Oliva. Oliva. There you go. You're getting closer, man. Maybe by the next interview, you'll get it. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Mitch. At the end of the day, one of the things that you said, uh, Mitchell, and I thought it was really great, is that people need to start believing in themselves. Everything that they want to acquire in their life, they have greatness inside of us. The only reason that person, this person that's watching us right now, doesn't have the life that they desire or have dreamed of it's not because they're Latin. It's not because they're a certain uh, uh, age or gender or race. It's by the choices they make every day. Make the right choices. Connect yourself with like Mich Mitchell or myself. You know, connect with like-minded individuals. Tap into your greatness. So I'm about to sign off. But before I sign off, I always tell people my message. My name is Bert Oliva. Cuban-born, American-made. Remember to live life and don't let life live you. Beautiful. And Bert, how do people reach out? Although they, they, there is a text uh, number right behind you, but uh, how yes. can people reach well, out to that's, you? That's my phone number on this side. Remember over here the name Bert, B-E-R-T, like Bert Reynolds, O-L-I-V-A. You can Google that name. You will find me. I have thousands and thousands of pages that I can be found on and videos and everything. And if not, just follow me on your preferred social media and direct message me. My preferred social media happens to be Instagram. Send me a direct message. Let's chat. Let's talk. Let's get to know each other. Beautiful. Hey, thank you so much for sharing your credibility with us today. Thank you so much, my friend. Oh, uh, my pleasure. I know, but I know you eventually will get my name right, though, Mitch. <laughs> Olive. Olive. Oliva. 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 Man, Mitchell. And you Mitchell, know what's funny? Slap yourself. Hey, you know what's funny, Mitchell? Whoever sees this, they might think this guy's never met him. We know each other. This is my buddy. <laughs> we hung out. We had a few drinks and everything. We were on a cruise. I think I started said, the conversation by saying, <laughs> I'll try my best. Oliva. There we go. Yeah, yeah man. Hey, you know what? Call me whatever you like. Just don't call me late for dinner. We're good.
I uh, <laughs> I appreciate you showing up. You guys know the importance of sharing Bert's message. So click on the like button, share with your friends. We'll see you at the next episode of Thought. Thank you so much. Take God care. Bye. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Neil Gordon, who is a communications expert focused on helping his clients identify their purpose, distill their message, persuade their audience, and achieve tangible results. I almost got that. It just, it was so rhythmic, I got lost. Uh, Neil, welcome. Thank you very much for having me, Mitchell. Oh, absolutely. My pleasure. So tell me, what is your customer point of pain? What is your CPOP? Thought leaders who are struggling to attract others to their message. That is so beautiful. And I, I want to say that's almost everyone, but let's say that's 97% of the population. Um, tell me more. What do you do? Essentially, when these thought leaders come to me, they are wonderful, marvelously informed experts in their fields. They have so much information. They've often been working for 10, 20, 30 years on developing that knowledge base. But when it comes to putting together a keynote speech or a book or some sort of seminar or anything like that, what they often do is what we could call the show up and throw up or drinking through the fire hose, or just information overload. They just pack their content with so much stuff that well-meaning though it might be, and as intrinsically valuable as it might be when applied in any given setting, in that mass-produced or one-to-many kind of speaking or writing type of context, it totally overwhelms the audience and it leads to crickets or polite applause at the end or that sort of thing. And they've often traveled to speak at a gig or something like that. And then they don't really get much of a response and they wonder why. And so what I do is I help people to these people to completely transform their content, first their message and then their content that surrounds it. So they make it so electrifying and so persuasive that people are falling over themselves to connect and to want to work together or to take whatever next step there is. Basically, all founded upon the idea that people are not empowered by information, by knowledge. They're not empowered by that which they know is true, but rather that which they believe is possible. And so all of these creative content decisions are about inciting a sense of belief, but without it being manipulative or sleazy or snake oil salesman or anything like that. Got it. That was elegantly spoken. So tell me, how do you have credibility to do what you do? My background is in book publishing, where I used to work at Penguin before they merged with Random House, and I work with New York Times bestselling authors, and that was an apprenticeship or basically baptism by fire was a more accurate analogy because there was just a lot of stuff at stake and all of that, and I had to really get good very quickly as to what made content work and what made it not because it's so hard to get people to buy into reading a book and buying and reading a book. And I took that and I started working ghostwriting books for authors and helped them to get onto shows like Ellen and Dr. Oz. And I've since started working with speakers and helped them to double their speaking fees and then 
convert 75% of their audiences to discovery calls at the end and make tens of thousands of dollars in a single speech from selling from the stage. And all of these things add up to being a very results-oriented, empirical, quantifiable way to demonstrate that persuading others around beliefs instead of information has a tremendous amount of value. I'm thinking about this and I'm, if I'm listening to that, I'm thinking, yeah, this guy's got credibility. So Tammy, how do you go about sharing that? How do you go about sharing your credibility? A lot of my work has been really getting clear on what it is that makes marketing more effective. And I'd like to actually nod to you, Mitchell, that even just the way you frame this whole conversation around the pain that you help people to get out of, that's very much my success in getting the word out is that in my marketing strategy, it's all about highlighting the pain of public speaking and getting up there and feeling like a fraud on stage and then hearing crickets at the end, people zoning out on their phones while you're speaking. And all of these things have been very helpful in me getting the word out around this. And I actually usually wind up using paid traffic like Facebook ads and things like that to attract people to my work and they might watch a webinar. I've just launched a speaker quiz where people can learn what type of speaker they are and these cool animal analogies and stuff like that. And that all winds up being very helpful in getting people in the door and then providing a tremendous amount of value through really well-executed content. Nice. So, okay. So let's unravel a little bit. So you do paid advertising via Facebook to get people in the door to take a quiz. Then you provide incremental content and then you put them into the funnel that ultimately ends up doing something interesting. Of course, of course. Yes. And there, there are various offers that I've made over the years and my, my whole thing, Mitchell, is that if, whether they decide to take me up on an offer or not, if there's intrinsic value in the process of going through that, it's not just, but wait, if you really want to do it, I mean, I, I really want there to be intrinsic value in just taking the quiz or in consuming other content. And then they could always choose to go deeper if they'd like. But as long as I've had people who one person I'm thinking of, and she provided a testimonial, she used a free tip that I give people and she got her very first standing ovation and made almost six figures in sales that one day. And so if I can provide that kind of value, whether they decide to invest in the program or not, then that's, that's a, that's a day well lived. I would say. By the way, when I, that was a great, when I said, how do you have credibility? That's a good one that goes there too. So I'm glad I asked and poked a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was awesome. I, uh, I really appreciate this. So, so listen, and, and given that I play in this space, I, I know a number of people. And, and I want to say, if, if you're watching this and you recognize this is you, that you're a thought leader in the marketplace and you're not being heard by the people you think need to hear you, uh, you should reach out to Neil Gordon. And Neil, what is the best way for people to reach out to you? Absolutely. My website is Neil Can Help dot com n-e-i-l-c-a-n-h-e-l-p and if you'd like to take that quiz that i just mentioned which is just a fun way just to learn a little bit more about how you can show up for your audience as a speaker you can go to neilcanhelp.com forward slash quiz beautiful neil thanks so much for sharing your credibility with us today thank you very much for having me mitchell 
Uh, you're welcome. For those watching, hey, click on the like button, share with your friends, and we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Thought Leader Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet about who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is C. Mike Lewis, who's a best-selling author, writer, publisher, and radio host. His passion is turning the real-world experiences of entrepreneurs, CEOs, and business experts into best-selling printed books, which positively impact their lives. Mike, welcome. Thanks, Mitchell. It's good to be here. Oh, it's, it's great to have you. So, so tell me, what is your customer point of pain? What is your CPOP? I would say it's the fact that they're invisible experts. Uh, they're in a profession that the majority of their clients see as a commodity, whether that's attorneys, doctors, financial planners. Uh, you know, I just went to the doctor my insurance company assigned me. And, uh, you know, so that's, that's a very frustrating pain for, for experts. I actually, I have to tell you, I, I, I think, I know we just had some green room conversation. I like invisible experts. I mean, those two words, like, really explains it all. So, so tell me more. What do you do? <laughs> yeah, if I wasn't trademarked, <laughs> I'd use it. <laughs> oh, there we go. Uh, uh, so what do you do? Uh, well, uh, obviously, uh, we base everything off of a book because we think that's the foundation for proving your expertise. Uh, but we do all forms of publicity, uh, building their reputation, guarding their reputation. Uh, but predominantly, we teach them how to maximize the value of the book that we helped them create uh, through media appearances and speaking in front of their ideal clients. And is tell me a little bit more, typically, what type of books do you do you create? Are you... And, and you, you typically ghostwrite as well, right? So tell me a little bit more. Yeah, we, we actually use an interview process. So all the material in the book does belong to the author. I just have a team of writers that, that get it into book prose for them. So it, uh, it very much is their book rather than one that's just totally ghostwritten by a stranger. And I think in the higher level professions like we deal with, that's very important. So... We take them through the interviews, get their material, get it changed into a book, edit it to make it just the way they want it. And from there, we, we start to educate them on how to maximize uh, their perception as an expert. You know, you and I need to come up with a better word than I don't think about ghostwritten as written by somebody else. I think of it as just simply uh somebody writing it but based on the author's words so maybe we need to come up let's 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 kibitz and come up with a better word than than ghostwriting um, so mike how do you have credibility to do what you do well uh from a business experience standpoint obviously you can tell by the gray hair that uh i've been around a while hey you still and, have a hair that's a good thing <laughs> it is at my age i'm not complaining about the gray but i went gray at 29 it was hereditary i got wow. it from my children uh but uh i would say it's the 40 plus years experience i had in uh, the real estate and development industry prior to uh having several wall street firms in 2008 suggests that i find a different way to make a living 
Actually, they insisted I find one. So I stepped into the internet marketing with no credibility at all after having a 40-year track record and being one of the, the top people in my industry in the world. Uh, and that's what led me to publishing a book because books are what started my career off in the early 80s in the real estate niche. So I knew they worked. Plus, I had looked at all the people that were really crushing it on the internet right now and speaking and almost every one of them can point to the first time they published a book being a major milestone and pivoting point in their success. I can't agree with you more. And how many, how many books have you published and how many Amazon bestsellers have you done so far? Uh, 800 bestselling authors, actually 832, but, uh, and we do count. Uh, and uh, I've published personally, I've been in 26 books, and that includes the last book that you and I were in that's uh, soon to be released as a bestseller. Yep, love that. Um, Mike, tell me, tell me about the, uh, the how do you share your credibility? How do you, get, how do you get your brand out there? How do people get to know you? Well, I go to a lot of events where my target audience is, uh, you know, like the marketers cruise that you and I were on, uh, uh, of the people that have been there before 50% of them I've published books for. So that's, that's a great credibility in that niche, but I find speaking and going physically to live events works best for me. Uh, I think a lot of that's just because I'm old school, you know, that's how I've done it for going on 50 years and I'm really good at face-to-face -face, uh, talking to people. And, and, but do you supplement that all with, with social media activity? I mean, you don't have a stale social media site. Uh, no, I, I mean, I'm active on Facebook uh, more to humanize myself so people know who I am. Uh, LinkedIn I use professionally. But uh, I really don't use a lot of social media simply because of the, the time that I feel it takes to do it properly. Okay, I have just one question. We hadn't planned this ahead of time. I'm just curious. When, so when you go to all these physical events, you, I assume what happens, some people go to events, but they don't set goals. So you, do you have structured goals and activities that you need to make sure happen at each event? How does, how does that work? Yes, I always have a plan when I go to an event. I try to contact as many people as I can ahead of time to set some formal times to meet so that we don't get lost in the crowd. Uh, but I keep an open enough schedule for all the, the new people so I can schedule those. Uh, I look mostly to get the people to come on a, a call like this with me where I can really take an hour to dive deep into their business and what their pain points are before I decide whether we're a fit to work together. Got it. That makes sense. And, and for those watching this particular episode, uh, Mike and I are in the same business, right? So we both do, I, I still, we're going to, we can say author supported books. I, I still like ghostwriting. We both do ghostwritten books. Uh, Mike does long form. I do sh uh, short uh, aha, aha message form stuff, but I only have potential partners. I don't have any competitors. So if you're watching this and you're thinking to yourself, 
um, I need a book. What I'd recommend is uh, reach out to Mike, reach out to me, figure out which form of book you like. Um, and if you want to talk to Mike Lewis, you absolutely should. Mike, what is the best way for people to reach out to you? I like to give out my cell phone, believe it or not, and that's 404-281-6552. They can also reach me at mike at brandedexpertpublishing.com. Beautiful. Those are the two best ways. And I've got to agree, I don't see you as a competitor at all. We have different products. They, they work differently. Uh, actually, you know, someone that really wants to grow their practice needs both types of books. Uh, by the way, thank you. I, yeah, they fit in different situations. You know, uh, just because you've published uh, a book doesn't mean you've published the right book and promoted it properly. You know, I, I, I get people bringing manuscripts to me all the time and I reveal them and I say, you know, this is going to make a great second book for you. <laughs> That's so funny. I say that too. Right, right. Like, hey, this is beautiful. Yeah, my uh, books are designed only to help the people get more clients. That's all they do. You know, they're, they're not going to get rich from selling the book, but they're going to get rich from the business that having the book brings them. And, and, and you and I are the same. And the cool part, though, is we have different approaches. So depending on the audience and depend, depending on where you are, it makes sense for either and, uh, and I'm glad we got into this a little bit at the end. Um, I so appreciate you coming on the air and sharing your credibility with us today. Anytime, Mitchell. I enjoy watching your program. It's nice to have been on it now. Oh, fantastic. Well, thank you so much. And, and for those watching, click on the like button, share with your friends, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of Thoughtly Alive. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, this is Mitchell Levy, and thanks so much for listening and spreading the cred dust. You know, in doing the research, what I recognize is that we are at war. Those people who are credible versus those people who are dubious. And Dubious Nation is winning a thousand times over. We've got to fix it. We owe it to ourselves. We owe it to future generations. So come on over to Credibility Nation. Become a member. Take the pledge. Learn what you can do to help bring more credibility to the world. I look forward to seeing you over here while you're being cred-tabulous. Thanks again for listening. Take care. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>